This call is being recorded. Merry Christmas and good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Felicita. Who's good on the line? Good morning. Good morning, Kevon. Merry Christmas. Thank you. Thank you. Merry Christmas to you. Good morning. It's Susie. Good morning, Susie. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you, too. Thank you. You're welcome. Good morning, Barbara. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, Barbara. Merry Merry Christmas Christmas and good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Felicita, who's on the line. Merry Christmas, Salsita. This is Nikisha. Merry Christmas, family. Hey, Merry Christmas, Nikisha. Thank you. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Salsita. Who's on the line? Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Felicita. Who else has joined us? Good morning. Good morning. It's Diane. Good morning, Diane. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, Bellacita. Thank you. Merry Christmas and good morning. This is Bellacita. Who's on the line?
Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Felicita. Who else has joined us? Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Felicita. Merry Christmas. Who's on the line? Merry Christmas, Felicita. This is Lisa. Hey, Christmas family. Good morning, Lisa. Merry Christmas. Thank you. Good morning. Merry Christmas, Lisa. <laughs> Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Felicita. Who else has joined us? Starting at Christmas dinner early. Yeah. Someone has left their phone off uh off of mute. Um I'll mute it. That'll see I got it. Okay, thank you. Mm-hmm. Is there anyone else that would like to say good morning before we begin the hosting? Yes, yes. Hey, I just jumped in. Hey, I'll see that this is Mama. Merry Christmas, you guys. Merry Christmas, Mona. Merry Christmas. Okay, before we move forward, I'm going to ask everyone to please place their phones on mute. Good morning and Merry Christmas. My name is Valuable Valacita and I'm your hostess. Thank you for joining us here on Declare Victory, our prayer call that meets Monday through Saturday starting at 6 a.m. Pacific time to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Please feel free to invite a friend so they can be blessed as well. We hope you have been blessed during the month of December learning about vision. Please tune in for the rest of the month as we close the year out with more great messages, teachings, lessons, and heart shares by our wonderful and gifted declares. There's one announcement. Due to the Christmas holiday, we will not be fasting today. We will, however, resume next week. Declare Victory wishes you and your family a wonderful Christmas, and we pray many blessings be upon you and your family. There are no new prayer requests from the app. The order of the call is as follows. Prayer and corporate praise will be done by Sabrina. Then the declaration will be done by Dion. Then we'll go right into closing comments, which will be hosted by Dion. I'll repeat the order. Prayer and corporate praise will be done by Sabrina. Declaration by Dion. And then closing comments will be hosted by Dion. 
The scripture for today is from Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6 through 7. For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders. And he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the greatness of his government and peace, there will be no end. He will reign on David's throne and over his kingdom, establishing and upholding it with justice and righteousness from that time on and forever. The zeal of the Lord Almighty will accomplish this. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. Before we move forward, I'm going to ask that everyone please check their phones to make sure that it's on mute. I now pass the call to Sabrina. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you this morning. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God, we just thank you this morning for another day, another opportunity to come together as a family. God, we thank you. Hallelujah. For all that this particular day signifies, God, we bless you for allowing us to see it. God, we come this morning with a special gift of praise, a special offering on our lips, God, a special heart of gratitude, God, not for all that you've done, simply, God, for who you are, God, we thank you that you were born, God, we know that this is not particularly the day that you were born, but God, we thank you for this day, hallelujah, that the world sets aside to acknowledge the fact that you were born, so God, we bless you on today, God, you are amazing, we thank you for every gift that you've given us, hallelujah, over the last year, God, we thank you for every time, Hallelujah, you graced us to see another day. God, we thank you for every time you graced us to have activities of our limbs. God, we thank you for every time. Hallelujah, that you blessed us with food. You blessed us with transportation. Hallelujah, this is a day, God, that traditionally we set out to give gifts to each other. But this morning, God, at 6 a.m., hallelujah, we come to give you gifts. God, we come to acknowledge the gifts that you've given us. God, we take this moment, this next 15 to 20 minutes to thank you for being the Savior that you are. We thank you for covering our sins. We thank you for your precious blood that is yet working miracles that's still saving God we thank you God for who you were for who your life was destined to be God we thank you that because you are we can be God we just thank you hallelujah for the vision of the father that he had hallelujah before the foundation of the world for each and every one of us God we thank you for the gifts of healing that you bestowed upon the body this year God we thank you hallelujah for the gifts of life that you bestowed upon the body God we thank you for the gifts of transition hallelujah we thank you for the gifts God that you've given us of tenacity we thank you for every gift that you've given us that worked out our muscles over 2019 God the ones that worked out our strength the ones that worked out our soul salvation God we thank you Hallelujah for the gifts that you've given us that came wrapped in hard times, trials, and tribulations. God, we thank you for the gifts of victory. Hallelujah. Every time we celebrate it, hallelujah, in 2019, we thank you for every time you sent something our way to build our character, to instill in us integrity. God, we thank you that we can look back over the entire year, God, and say it worked for my good. God, we just thank you for being an all-seeing, all-knowing God. We thank you, hallelujah. 
hallelujah, hallelujah, that you do all things well. We thank you for every situation, hallelujah, that we can look back now and say it's still working. It's working, it's working, it's working. God, you've been so amazing. You've been so phenomenal. Hallelujah. We don't really even have to ask you for anything ever because you made us. You know all about us, which means you know our needs. Hallelujah. Before they even come up, you know our needs before we know our needs. God, and we just thank you because you meet each and every single one of them. God, you may not meet them like we anticipate them being met, but God, as we look back, we can say you show enough met every need. So God, I thank you for the joy of the Lord that is our strength on this morning. And God, while some of us are naturally joyful today, just because of today, I'm praying that you would give a garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, for those God who are not quite there, for those who have lost on this year. God, whether it was a loved one, whether it was a relative, a job, God, any type of natural occurrence that caused them to feel like they are less than whole. God, I ask that you would touch and that you would do what only you could do, and that's be a comfort to them. God, hold them in the center of your hands. God, in the name of Jesus, men broken hearts, God, in the name of Jesus. God, we ask that you would look upon those who are homeless, God, those who, who are without shelter this morning, those who don't know where their food is going to come from today, God. And I'm asking you to do what you did for us, and that's to be merciful, God. Be merciful, God, and meet needs. God, I thank you that you're touching the hearts of many all across the world, and you're instilling empathy and compassion and kindness that we will reach out to those who are in need, that we would be moved by the suffering of the people as you were, and that we would not only be moved, but that we will be moved to act, that we will be moved to action. Hallelujah. I ask that you would move upon our heart to make us uncomfortable with the suffering of our brothers, that you would make us uncomfortable to see the plight of children and that we would move and that we would act. Hallelujah. On your behalf, that we will become the physical representation of your hands and your feet and your heart, that people will experience us and experience your love in the name of Jesus. So God, that is our prayer today, that you will go into the hospitals, that you will go into to the skilled nursing facilities, and that you will be with those that are lonely, that you will be with those that consider today just another day, and that you will wrap them in your love, God, and that they will feel a difference. Hallelujah. Even if they can't put their finger on it, that they will be able to feel a difference. God, I lift up those that are in helping professions that will still have to work today, nurses and doctors and aides, God, and I ask that you would do for them, that you would give them the strength and the tenacity to serve in love, to serve in compassion. Hallelujah. I lift up those that are in abusive situations today, whether they're being abused as children, whether they're being abused as spouses, whether they're being abused as loved ones. Hallelujah. And that you will bring mercy into their life today. I thank you for all of those who will experience not only your love, but your deliverance on today. I thank you for the babies that are being born today. I thank you for their mothers. I'm asking that you would give them safe passage, safe transitions. God, I thank you. 
hallelujah, for all that you continue to do. I love the way that you meet our needs. God, I thank you because you are an amazing God. You were amazing on the 24th. You were amazing on the 23rd. God, you continue to be amazing. So as we take our phones off a mute, we do so with great joy and enthusiasm, with the heart posture to bring you to to lay them before your throne this morning. God, we thank you because you are the gift that keeps on giving. You are the gift. Hallelujah. I thank you for the plans that you have for our life. Thank you, God. 
I thank you for every organization that's hitting the street with blankets on today, with warm materials on today. I ask that you would bless them to not run out. I'm asking that you would fill their cupboards, God, fill their storage areas. And I thank you for service to humanity on today. I ask that you would keep them safe from hurt, harm, and danger. God, we thank you for keeping our homes safe from every wobber. God, we thank you for keeping our children safe from every malintent. We thank you for keeping us from danger, seen and unseen. God, you've done amazing work on our behalf. We thank you, God, because you truly are the gift. Hallelujah, that keeps on giving. God, I thank you for every time you've nourished us with your word. Hallelujah. I pray, God, that the story of your birth, the legacy of your journey will come alive in each and every one of us. Hallelujah. And that we will birth it in our children and our children's children. So, Father, as we get ready to transition, hallelujah, I thank you for your anointing that makes teaching easy. And I ask, hallelujah, for a double portion of your anointing on Dion this morning. Hallelujah. And I ask that it will trickle down to each and every one of her sons. We lift up Josiah to you today. Hallelujah. And we thank you for the gift that is his life. God, we thank you. Hallelujah. We thank you for the miracle that we call Josiah. We thank you that he is in the palm of your hand. Hallelujah. These blessings and all others we reverence in the name of your son, Jesus Christ. Amen. And as you put your phone back on mute, we transition the call to Dion. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to the Lamb. Ama socora mancia da casocora mancia. Glory to the Lamb that was slain for us. Glory, glory, glory. Ah, glory to God. God, we do bless your name. We bless your name. Hallelujah. We bless your name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. First and foremost, Merry Christmas. Happy Jesus' birthday to each and every one of you. Um, I am so grateful uh, to be able to begin my morning with such an amazing cloud of witnesses that glory to the Lamb that because he was born, we have a right to the tree of life because he was born. Uh, we still have action at getting this thing called life right because grace itself was born and wrapped in swaddling clothes and uh, was called the king of kings, the great I am, the lamb that was slain. We still have access to the throne of grace. Bless the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. This morning, I promise I'm going to be brief, and we won't necessarily have a discussion. We will absolutely say good morning for those of you that may have joined a little bit late. Um, this has been an amazing month. There's still somebody who has not yet muted their line, and I'm going to give you just a moment to do that. Make sure that you just glance down. Make sure your line is muted. Um, it's an honor to even remotely begin to speak on this day, on 
on such a, a memorable day. I know today for many people is going to be difficult. Um, I know today is going to be a bit trying, but thanks be unto God who always causes us to triumph. My teach is pretty short this morning um, as we have been talking about vision. Hopefully you guys can hear me well. Um, can you just give me a shout just to make sure that I'm clear? Very yes, clear. Awesome, yes. awesome, awesome. Um, well, this morning, uh, I'm going to use just for uh, teaching this morning, Luke, the second chapter, the first through the 20th verses. I'm actually going to start at about four. Um, you can find the story in all the Gospels, but I'm going to use uh, Luke this morning. There's still somebody that's not on mute. Will you mute your line for me? I think I just saw it. Let me find it one moment. I think I got it. Amen. Amen. Um, of course, today, you guys know we are not fasting. I pray that you will be able to enjoy your family and the fellowship. I'm actually at Sacramento, at my, in Sacramento, at my mother's house, inside of the car. It's probably about 20 degrees in this thing, but that's all right. It is worth it. So I'm just going to begin to read, again, Luke, uh, the second chapter, the fourth through the 20th verse. So Joseph went up from the town of Nazareth to Galilee, to Judea, in Galilee, to Judea, to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house of David and line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son, and she wrapped him in swaddling clothes and placed him in a manger because there was no guest room available for them. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them. And they were all terrified. But the angel said to them, do not be afraid. I bring good news that will cause great joy for the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in clothes and laying in a manger. Suddenly, a great company of heavenly hosts appeared with the angel, praising God, saying, Glory to God in the heavens and on earth. Peace, peace to those on whom his favor rests. When the angel had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to, know, to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened which the Lord has told us about. And so they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. 
when they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds were saying to them. But Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. The shepherd returned glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. Which were just as they had been told. I read for your hearing again. That's Luke uh, 2, 4 through 20. Uh, this morning, I, I know that we are talking about Jesus. I know that today is the day that we celebrate the birth of our Messiah. I know that today uh, is the day where people will open up gifts and uh, exchange pleasantries and spend time with family and friends. I know uh, that today is a day where we will feast and eat well. Uh, but today, I want to talk about Mary. In 19, it says, but Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. We've been talking uh, about vision. We've been talking about insight. We've been talking about uh, the value of revelation and understanding, revelation knowledge in such a way that it begins to change uh, how you receive information, how you take a hold of information, how you grasp information. Uh, I watched Bishop Jakes this past Sunday, and and his teaching was so revelatory for me. Uh, but what it made me do was begin to think about uh, what it must have been to be Mary, what it must have been to be Mary, not at just the time of his crucifixion, not just at the time uh, even of his birth, but can you imagine uh, uh, being on the opposite side of the spectrum. A lot of times people talk about Joseph and uh, how that he was gracious and he was kind. And in spite of her condition, in spite of her circumstances, how that he embraced her because he knew that it was ordained by God. Uh, this morning, I want to talk about uh, what it feels like to be a mother. Uh, to be in a situation where here you are and everything and everyone around you has judged you. Every uh, a body has made up in their mind uh, who they think they, are, they, they think you are. And I can only imagine the side eye that she must have experienced as a teenage mother. Uh, I can only imagine uh, the side eye, the the funk she must have felt when she walked into a room. And I know that she had just birthed 
the Messiah. I know that she had just been on a journey uh, on the back of a, a camel. I know that she had just gone through probably the most embarrassing nine months of her life, but we don't we don't talk about her much. I can only imagine, considering when the angel of the Lord came and said to her, Mary, uh, you will have a child and his name shall be called Jesus. He will be the savior of the world. I can only imagine uh, what she must have been contemplating considering she was a virgin. I, I, I wonder what happened when Mary would walk into a room uh, and, and how as a teenage mother, a, a teenage pregnant daughter, a teenage uh, pregnant sister, a teenage pregnant fiance. I wonder what her thought process must have been, uh, the agony that she had to have been going through as she travailed in those nine months, as she traveled in those nine months. There had to be something in the eyes of Mary. Uh, I, don't, I don't know about you, but I remember uh, when I conceived Deontay and uh, I remember feeling like, first of all, what what just happened? What what did I do? Everything that I think I think about has just shifted. Every single thing that I could begin to contemplate, uh, a life as I knew it would now uh, uh, change. I I can only imagine the burden of the blessing, the the weight of the reality that here I am. Uh, I, I know that uh, the angel of the Lord said this, but I'm worried about that. I know that the angel of the Lord had given me utterance concerning this, but what about that? I mean, I, I know I've got to carry this baby, and, and now here we've arrived at the place where she's gone through, where everything that was familiar, she was picked up and uprooted and carried away from in an effort to preserve her from not making a mistake. She didn't do anything wrong. She didn't do anything out of order. She didn't do anything out of place. But still, uh, there had to have been this natural, innate uh, inkling that uh, what she had had in mind, <laughs> I'm sure growing up in those times where women were domestic and considered to be inferior. There had to be something on the inside of her that had conversations in the middle of the night when Joseph wasn't watching her. As she rode on the back of that donkey or that, that camel, as she figured out in her mind that here I am uh, in a situation that I had no uh, say in. And she contemplated in her heart. I, I, I as a, a, a mother, I remember carrying each one of my children and having an idea of what it would look like 
uh, to parent a child. I, I had this insight of what they would be when they grew up. And uh, I, I had this mindset that maybe one day one would be a doctor and uh, one would be an attorney and uh, one would make strides to be a preacher. I, I had these things in my mind and Mary pondered. Uh, she treasured up all these things. She put them in her purse, all, all the uh, ideas, the ideologies, all the emotions, all the feelings, all the uh, rejection, all the abandonment, all the, uh, uh, yeah, I bet I'm, I'm sure you're pregnant by, <laughs> you're pregnant by the Holy Spirit. All right. She put all that in her purse. It says she treasured it up. There had to be something about how Mary's mind worked. Uh, that God would select her. There had to be a certain endowment of wisdom that was given to her uh, by the Father. There had to be a specific uh, something that he betrothed her in order to have the capacity, a teenage girl, uh, to have the capacity to carry something so great. And uh, I, I'm sure that there was something on the inside of her that said, what if, I mean, I know I see all these quote unquote signs. I, I know I see the shepherds and I, I watch them come with gifts and uh, all of these different elements, all of these different accoutrements that went with her situation. Um, we always talk about all the different things that Joseph felt and even that uh, the shepherds must have felt. Uh, all the different things that those that looked upon that heard the story. And, you know, what I tripped off of is you can continue to read and read and read. And Mary only says a couple of things. She doesn't, she doesn't talk a lot. She says very little. She she spoke when it was time, uh, when he came of age and had been missing and had been studying. You know, Mary was sharp. <laughs> Mary had something to her that uh, we could learn stuff from. Mary didn't take it personal. Mary didn't allow her situations, and, and, and the only reason that I knew it, even though Jesus being the Messiah had his assignment, uh, most of us, if we look at, uh, for us as women, of course, if we look at our situations and our circumstances as we carried our children, I don't know about you guys, uh, but when I was pregnant with Deontay, um, I had so many questions. And by the time that I'd come to terms, uh, my, my baby was underweight. It was said that he was going to be stillborn. And um, I, in my mind, I couldn't see uh, what I see right now. I couldn't see uh, how God was going to work that thing out. I couldn't see. Uh, how uh, things were going to overcome because I was still processing it personally. But, but what I think was really dope about what Mary said, and Mary treasured up all these things. 
Mary had figured out a way to compartmentalize some things. Her vision gave her the ability uh, not to emotionally over-process anything. And the only reason I know it is because when children sit in your womb, everything that you think, everything that you are, everything that you emotionally go through, they experience. But Mary was wise enough to separate all that she had gone through put it to the side so that it would not impact this Messiah she was carrying. And so when I consider Mary, and, and even though we're talking about the natural birth of our Savior, we're talking about the natural birth of the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, we're talking about the natural birth of the Lion of the tribe of Judah, we're talking about the natural birth of Yeshua, we're talking about the natural birth of uh, who we now call the Sovereign God. Uh, Mary knew that not only had she been carrying something, but there was something that she had to do to preserve the posture of her heart. Can you imagine parenting uh, something that was uh, created without you having interacted with them? Ladies, y'all know. <laughs> you, you know what it's like to, to uh, fool around and be in a situation where, quote, unquote, uh, you know, maybe the, the circumstances were not necessarily what you wanted to be. Technically, it was somewhat like a rape. But she was wise enough not to take it personally. There was something in her heart that was wired to know. That was, that was specified to understand that every single thing has a time and a season. There was something in our heart that had grasped the reality that even the birth of this child through her birth canal, um, while it had something to do with her, she was really just uh, an incubator, technically. So now I want to take Mary's ideology because the manifestation of the reality that she had the wisdom not to take things personally. See, vision will cause you uh, to put things in their proper place. Vision gives you perspective. Vision creates in you the ability or the capacity to uh, process revelation. <clears throat> Jesus was the revelation of God's idea of savior to the world. The manifestation of that revelation required a person. No different than Mary had wisdom enough to set aside her emotional thought process, to set aside uh, how people must have treated her, to set aside. Now, luckily for her, she had a good prop. Joseph was a great prop, and, and arm in arm they went. Uh, but... Uh, Bishop talked about how, you know, Joseph had to have showed up. You know, you do the math. <laughs> had a conversation with a friend the other day who asked the question, <clears throat> well, now, I I'm confused because the months don't add up. <laughs> and like the guy slapped. Right? 
And so I'm sure people around was like, wait, 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 wait. Didn't you just meet her <laughs> the other day? Oh, oh, okay. All right. Well, all right. A vision repostured her heart. And today I want to talk about uh, how you've postured your heart as you're carrying something. And, and it may not be a physical baby, um, but but I wonder if you have the capacity this morning to process, uh, but Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. Uh, I wonder if you realize that you are, you personally, male and or female, you're pregnant with something, you're carrying something. There's something on the inside of you that requires vision. There's something on the inside of you requiring that the things that have happened in times past are not personal. They're process. See, Ma Mary was sharp. And at every leg of the race where she had a baton to pass, not only did she pass it, but she did it um, so much so that we almost don't even notice that she's sharp. We almost don't even get that she had the ability to put things in their proper perspective in an effort to ensure that what was said to be done was done. What is it that God or the angel of the Lord has told you that you're carrying? Have you allowed your circumstances to tell you anything other than uh, what has already been spoken of you? Have you not had the ability to push emotions aside, to push your fears and your doubts aside? Mary was a boss. Mary was so gangster with it, she cared. She never complained. She didn't trip. She wasn't on nothing. All Mary knew is she has the wisdom to treasure up all this stuff. Listen, I have been through all kinds of stuff. I ain't said nothing. I ain't cried. I ain't whined about it. I went through the process. And, 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 and listen, I'm carrying the whole Messiah, and, and they can't see it, but I, I, I know what it is. All I know is it, it can't stay inside of me. It's got to come out. I, I don't care where it comes out at. I don't care where the birth actually happens, but something on the inside of me is alive. And I can't be emotional right up and through here. I can't uh, over-process stuff. What I'm going to do is I'm going to use uh, what I saw when the angel spoke to me. I'm going to use what the Holy Spirit has given me on the inside of me to take care of what's inside of me, to push what's inside of me, outside of me, so that the angels and the, the cloud of witnesses can celebrate. There's something you're carrying right now that if you stop over-processing it, if you stop overthinking of any of it, if you'd allow the revelation of the truth of the word of God to begin to birth that thing, it's going to draw people from here and there. People are going to talk about it for miles and miles. It's something that only you can birth. See, nobody else could birth the Messiah, only Mary. Nobody else could be pregnant with something so great and so grand and bring it to pass and push it out without being a wah-wah. Nobody else. There's a, a book on the inside of you and you trying to figure out, well, uh, they won't listen to me. Mary, I'm not even worthy. I'm a kid. But there's something inside of me that I have to use vision and insight 
to bring forth into this world. I want to tell you uh, this morning, ma'am and sir, there's a little Mary to each of us. But the question you have to ask yourself is, do you have vision uh, for the birthing process? Will you be able to ponder in your heart and put things in uh, uh, their proper perspective? Will you be able to package up all of the emotion of the rejection that she must have felt, all of the emotion of uh, the interrupted life she must have felt, all of the emotion of people judging you or ostracizing you or looking at you side-eyed in an effort to make sure uh, that something that is intended for nations is born. There was something so special about who Mary was and how Mary moved around. She had game, obviously, because not only was she pregnant with the Messiah, but she was able to pin down her bow, right? <laughs> Right now, we know that there was spiritual intervention there, but the reality is there are people that are assigned to you. Joseph was assigned to her life. He was assigned to protect her. He was assigned to make sure that the manifestation and the birth of this baby happened. He was assigned uh, to carry her through a process. And the reality is all of the people that play a role in your life, it requires vision. You got to see it. Even if you don't think you see it, you got to grasp it. You got to take a hold of it and you got to walk in it with authority. Mary walked around like a boss in spite of uh, the possibility of her guilt, the possibility of her shame. She put all that in her purse for later, y'all. And she pondered it in her heart. And so this morning, as, as we celebrate the birth of who our Lord and Savior is, and we honor the reality that Mary went through to get to, that she uh, did her due diligence in having vision and insight, and she didn't understand every single element. She didn't know exactly what was what, but she knew that a Savior was coming through her. What's coming through you that you need uh, to consider all the things? and the elements around you, that all the contributing factors, all the people God has put in place, uh, even on this Declare Victory line, for you to have something come through your birth canal that will revolutionize the world. It may not uh, uh, revolutionize the entire world, but it will leave legacy in the earth. See, Mary was carrying legendary blood. And there was something in her innately that knew that all she had to do was put things in proper perspective, make sure that she had covered her ends and dotted her T's and crossed her I's without even knowing the end result. All she knew was she had one job to do. And then she gathered up all her little emotions, she put them in her little purse and she moved on about her business. I wonder, have you sorted through the reality that you're carrying something and that uh, God is birthing something in the earth in and through you and it's necessary that you put things in proper perspective. Vision calls for assessment and alignment. Vision calls for uh, realizing what role you play and where you stand. See, Mary, even as the story continues and you read in the Gospels, Mary only steps in when it's her turn to 
to step in. There's something inside of you that requires that you put some stuff away. Something that requires that you ponder some things, that you reevaluate some things. And as we are heading into these last couple days uh, of 2019, I, I want you to ponder some things. want you to consider some things as uh, we celebrate the birth of Jesus, uh, as we go through the process of Christmas and gift giving. What is the gift that you'll give the earth that keeps on giving? See, Mary gave us a gift that will never stop giving. Mary knew that this baby was so much greater. Mary knew that this baby had so much to do with so much. Mary realized and recognized that this baby uh, was not only special, but that, that she was specific, that God was specific when he chose her to carry the baby. Do you know that God was specific when he chose you? He was specific when he predestined you. He was specific. Amen. So with that said, listen, I pray um, that you have the wisdom to put things in proper perspective and, and that you begin to see uh, the reality of who God is and how God is in and for your life. And I hope that you use uh, wisdom um, in, in watching the manifestation. Get in your lane and play it. Amen. Amen. So that's my share this morning. Hallelujah. I pray that it encouraged you. I pray that it reminded you. You got this. Mary, Mary did that. She did that. That was so fly. <laughs> Amen. Um, so again, Merry Christmas. This is the time that we have set aside just to say hey. Uh, and we won't have a huge discussion, but we absolutely will just say good morning, good morning, and good morning. Is there anybody who joined the line who did not have an opportunity to say good morning? Good morning, beautiful. Good morning, family. Merry Christmas. It's Kenya. Good morning. Merry Christmas. Good morning, Saints. This is Leisha. Merry Christmas. Hey, Leisha. Good morning. Good morning. Merry Christmas. It's Natasha. Hey, Tash. Morning. Merry Christmas. It's Krishanda. Hey, Krishanda. Good morning. Good morning. Merry Christmas. It's Gloria. I love you guys. Merry Christmas. Good morning. Merry Christmas, Sister Tracy. Good morning. Hey, good morning. Good morning. Merry Christmas, family. Hey, good morning. Good morning. Merry Christmas. This is Pam. Good morning, family. Merry Christmas. Hey, family. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Merry Christmas. This is Dondria. Merry Christmas. Good morning. Merry Christmas, Dondria. Who else was that? 
Good morning. Merry Christmas, Priscilla. Oh, sorry. Hey, Priscilla. Hey, Swanita. Good morning. Good morning. Merry Christmas, you. Merry Christmas. Good morning. This is Patricia from San Francisco. Merry Christmas and many blessings to you. Amen. Merry Christmas, Miss Patricia. Many blessings to you as well. Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. No, Merry Christmas. It's Deborah Evans. Good morning. Hey, Deborah. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Hello, Jesus. Praise Jesus. <laughs> put her stuff in her purse. She didn't, you know, she didn't take things personal. Um, but even when you look at the fact that um, Gabriel, when he said you are not just favored, but you are highly favored among women. I don't, me personally, had he said that to me, I would think that, <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying, I'm just, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, you know, that I'm going to have red carpet treatment, that I'm going <laughs> to surely not have to deliver my baby in a whole entire barn and then lay him in it. Like, I'm, because I'm thinking I'm going to have an easy childbirth, you know, whatever that looks like. I mean, it's not ride on a donkey, you know, but yeah, back no. then it was a donkey versus walking. So that was a step up. So that was a little favor. Mm-hmm. Um, but here's the thing that, that, that the epiphany that I had or the God moment that I had is that favor doesn't always look like what we think it should look like. Mm-hmm. And though Mary could not see the impact, or maybe God gave her a, a slight, I don't know, a, a, an mm-hmm. inkling of what was going to happen, you know, knowing that he had to have an instrument, a human being, in order for this to work properly, for God not to break his own laws, right? He, mm-hmm. had, to have, he had to have a willing vessel. And she was made mm-hmm. of just the right stuff, no matter her age. That's one of the things. Don't trip off your age, whether you feel like you're too young or too old. The other mm-hmm. thing is, is that I want to get to the favor part um, and, and not being focused on what we think favor should be. It doesn't mm-hmm. have to be materialistic. It does, cause, now, listen, they did get hooked up with some change, though. When the they did. Went, they got we don't know. We, yeah. we don't know how many it was, but when the wise men came, no, 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 they the got three they got different. Some chips. Listen, they got some chips. Li- listen, <laughs> listen. <laughs> chips involved now. Listen, listen. Mm-hmm. But but I mm-hmm. again, I just wanted to encourage us is that don't trip off of what the favor you think the favor should look like because whatever the favor is that God has for us will far supersede um, anything that we can imagine. We we just need Absolutely. to be in a position to recognize whatever the situation is. If it's a problem, whatever it is, there is a promise attached to that problem. Mm-hmm. 
always. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. I'm excited about the word this morning. Thank you for sharing that. Mm-hmm. That was great. Amen. 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 Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Who about to cough up their heart? Who about to cough up their heart? Help them, Lord. Help them. Dion, thank you for sitting outside and in the manger delivering the message. That was awesome. Have a blessed day. Amen. Thank you. Blessings to you. Show did this. I forgot about that as I sit in the car. (laughs) Right, that part. (laughs) Oh, my God. And and I mean it's two degrees. You hear me? I can believe it. (laughs) Amen. Anybody else? Amen. Anybody else want to just say good morning? Amen. Well, y'all, listen. Merry Christmas to each and every one of you. I'm so glad. Uh, prayer was amazing, Sabrina. Thank you. Valuable. Thank you. Um, I love and appreciate each and every one of you. And I hope you have an amazing, amazing day. And we'll hear you right back here tomorrow. Like ain't nothing happened. Moving right along. Okay. Love you guys. Bye, you guys. Have a Love good Christmas. Too. Have a good day. Yes. Merry have Christmas, everyone. Have an awesome day, everybody. Merry Christmas. Thank you for that word. Merry Christmas. Amen. I love you. Have a wonderful Christmas, everybody. Amen. Have a good day. (laughs) Merry Christmas. Love you. Merry Merry Christmas. Christmas.